Greetings, and welcome back to Sound Fiction. I apologize for the lack of uploads lately, but as some of you may know, it's been a busy year. Either way, I'm back and looking to post a lot more stories going into the new year. Today, I have something a little different for you. A little bit of found footage horror. For those of you who enjoy movies like The Blair Witch Project, I hope you'll enjoy this one. Without further ado, episode 41 of Sound Fiction, Seven Nights at Sydney's. Alright, so I'm driving up to the cabin now, and I gotta say, this place is in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, I wanted a little peace and quiet, but this is really secluded. Might as well explain what I'm doing up here. My somewhat estranged Aunt Sydney, and I use that word lightly, has a cabin up in the Berkshire she said I could use. It's kind of weird that she's come out of the blue after all these years to say, Hey, use my cabin in the middle of the forest, but you know what? Free accommodation in the beautiful wilderness of New England? I'll take it. (sighs) Okay. After a nice long four-hour drive, I finally made it, and uh, it's actually not that bad. I thought it might be old and dumpy, but uh, it seems pretty nice. Organized. I honestly like it. It's quaint, lived in. I can tell Auntie Sydney's been here. She loves her books. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to be comfortable here for the next week. Oh my god, I just had the best ribeye steak smothered in a beautiful red wine reduction, which I'm now washing down with the rest of the bottle. Somehow, this cabin looks even more beautiful at night. (laughs) Must be that New England charm. Oh, man. I hope I can get some work done here. I mean, that is the point, after all. I just didn't think it would be this hard or be like this. I know it's early days, but if so many people already like what you do, then why is it so difficult the second time around? I don't know. I just hope being here, with no distractions, can get me back to making what the people want. And I don't know if recording all my thoughts is a stupid idea or not, but I've gotten on the left, so I guess I'll try anything. Whatever. No matter how it goes, at least this place is beautiful. So I'm outside now in the woods behind the cabin. Uh, There's a narrow walking trail back here and uh, I think it leads to a stream or something. Anyway, it's beautiful. The birds are out, the sun is shining. Great place to be. Yep, got a nice little stream back here. Very peaceful. Yeah, peaceful. (laughs) There's literally nobody here for my. Oh shit. (laughs) Oh my god. 
it's a deer or a buck or whatever those ones with the huge antlers are. God, it's amazing. Why didn't I bring a camera? Idiot. God, he's so big. Just drinking water on the other side of the stream. I wonder how much water one of those things... Ni Whoa. Whoa, what's wrong? Something spooked him. He just looked up and ran off. I wonder what it... Oh, whoa. Whoa. What the fuck is that? Oh, shit. It's like... A huge deer skull. God, it's big. The antlers are enormous, too. And the teeth. I don't know. They're weird. The whole thing is weird. It's almost like... Human. But it can't be. It's too big. And the antlers are actually attached. Jesus Christ. This thing's just sitting here on a log. I don't like this. I'm going back. So, the sun went down around 20 minutes ago. It's dark now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little less enthusiastic about spending the night here tonight. I can't stop thinking about that weird skull thing. I mean, it's probably nothing, but it was just so strange. It looked like it came from an animal, but also not. I don't know. And it was just sitting there by the river, like someone placed it there. God, this is going to drive me crazy. All I wanted to do was come here so I could write, without distractions, and I actually produce something good again. I can't believe I'm just sitting here worried about something so stupid. I don't even know what the hell I'm going to write about. I don't understand. The first book wasn't this difficult. It was easy. Everything just came to me. People loved it too. I'm really fortunate to have had that kind of success on a first novel. I guess I just don't understand where the second one went so wrong. I put just as much time and effort into that one as the first. But nothing. Not even negative criticism, just... Nothing. It's like they didn't even read it. Now trying to write this third novel, I'm just... Afraid. Can't even get words on the page. I'm supposed to be good at this, you know? At least, I thought I was. Now it's like, was I just lucky the first time? Was I ever any good? Do I even deserve a career as a writer? <sighs> Fuck. I'd do anything to make something great. That's all I wanted. To be great.
It's about 10.30 in the morning now, and uh, I've been up since 6. I have no idea what's come over me, but I don't know. I've just been writing nonstop. The second I woke up, I just put the pen on the paper, and I haven't stopped. I've never written like this ever in my life. The only reason why I'm not still doing it is because my hand hurts so much. But the ideas, they're just surging through my head. I can't get them all out. Truly, I've never felt like this before. But I'm going to make something amazing. I can feel it. I can't believe how much I've written today. I just don't understand where it all came from. I haven't been able to write a single thing for almost a year. And then today I crank out 50 plus pages out of nowhere? How? And it's not anything like the first two books. This one's... different. It's about defiance. It's about identity. It's about redemption. It's about... everything. I mean, it's still in its infancy, but... I feel like this story has so much to say. I just gotta figure out how to say it. (sighs) I also had to step out and watch the sunset. I didn't want to spend the entire day inside. It's too beautiful out here to not spend any time outside. The sun is just going down now. God, the colors are so beautiful. Backlighting the swaying trees. It looks amazing. I can see every leaf on every branch, dancing in front of majestic orange and purple hues. It's the kind of thing that makes you think, if there was a god in this world, this is totally his doing. It's like... Whoa, what is that? One of the branches looks like it has an arm coming off of it. It does, with fingers and everything. It's just dangling there, moving with the wind. Hold on. I'm at the tree now. On the bottom branch is a wooden arm-like thing. It's hanging off. Let me just see if I... Yeah, let me just... Oh, oh man. What the fuck? There's a perfect arm made out of, like, woven together vines and twigs or something. It is a perfect replica of an arm, though. All the way down to the palm and the fingers. This is so weird. What the hell is this doing here? I gotta take a closer look. Man, this thing is weird. I don't know how they got these little twigs and stuff to stay together like this, but whoever made this knew exactly what they were doing. I feel like I should be creeped out, but I'm honestly more impressed than anything. I'm going to keep it here tonight. This morning has been incredible. I woke up early again and started writing. I can't believe everything that's coming out of me. This story is just incredible. 
It's finally starting to take shape. I can actually see where it's going. Still needs a lot of work, but this is good. I'm taking a look at some of Aunt Sydney's books right now. I always knew she was kind of a hippie, but I had no idea she was into all this stuff. The Magus, Demonality, Incubi and Succubi, Penum... Penumetologia, Occulta et Vera, I don't know. A lot of this stuff is in Latin, but I think it all has to do with, like, fucking witchcraft or something. Aunt Sydney was sort of kooky in her own special way, but I guess it's been such a long time. Who knows what she's been up to? Freaky. I decided to take a short hike up this mountain before the sun goes down. There's a small trail back here that goes up to this little lookout. I feel like I've earned it after all the work I did. I'm just so relieved that I'm actually getting words on the page. Not just words, but really great writing. I don't want to get my hopes up too much, but I feel like this one's special. It's not like the other two. It's completely different. The first two books were fun, easy reads. This one's not. This one's tough. It's difficult. And also violent. I don't know where these ideas came from, but I have serious aspirations for this story. I don't want it to just sell. I want it to be talked about. Discussed. Studied. These last two days of writing have reminded me why I started doing this in the first place. When I wrote as a kid, I never thought about being rich or famous or any of that. I just wanted to be one of the greats. Like Hemingway or Dickens. (laughs) Maybe that's overly ambitious, but what the hell? (sighs) Wow. There it is. That beautiful northeastern twilight. There's really nothing else like it. I should just live here. Why ever go back? I don't owe it to anyone. The real world doesn't give you experiences like this. It's all just preoccupied nonsense and dog shit anyway. Bet I wouldn't step in dog shit out here. I'd never have to worry about it. Not like in New York. There's dog shit everywhere. Half of those dogs eat better than people. Even if there was dog shit out here, this is where it belongs. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that out in the forest. No. No fucking way. You can't be serious. I don't believe this. There are two identical legs leaning up against this tree. They're made out of twigs, vines, and sticks. Just like the arm I found yesterday. Yeah. They are exactly the same. Perfect proportions and everything. Who the hell made these? And what are they doing here? This feels stupid, but I gotta bring them back to the cabin. Yeah, so... These legs and the arm are exactly the same. They're all made from the same sticks and vines, like, intertwined to hold them together. Like, muscle fibers or something. It looks like they all belong to the same body, but the other parts are just missing. 
Man, this is so weird. It's about 7.30. I've written so much this morning. This story, it's becoming so chaotic, so sinister. I almost feel like it's not mine anymore. I've never written about anything so violent or sexual. It actually scares me, but I can't change it. Everything is where it must be, and I can't lie about it. It's amazing. It's unworldly. The only thing missing is the ending. It's meaningless without a proper ending. I'm sure it will come though. Alright, so I've been doing some snooping around the cabin and I found some really strange stuff. There's these bottles with like weird color liquid in them. There's also these tapes. Listen to this. It's like instructions for summoning a spirit or something. Really fucking creepy. I wish I could call my aunt Sydney and ask her about this stuff, but I have no idea how to contact her. I always knew she was kind of out there, but this is a whole nother level. Where the fuck did she get these anyway? They sound like they were taped in someone's living room or something. I'm sitting in the kitchen right now. And on the table, in front of me, is a torso made from the exact same materials as the legs and arm that are laying on the floor in the other room. What the fuck? I mean, I just went outside a few minutes ago to get some fresh air, maybe walk down by the stream, and all of a sudden it starts raining. So I'm like, shit, and I come back toward the house Right as I'm approaching the back porch, I see this thing sticking halfway out from under it. I couldn't believe it at first, but now I'm realizing this is no accident. And all these body parts belong together. So really, the only thing that's on my mind is, where is the other arm? I've been writing even more tonight, and I'm having a hard time understanding where all this material is coming from. It's starting to feel like it's not even coming from me anymore. This story doesn't even read like fiction now. It seems to play like an epic or some kind of legendary narrative. Anyone who read my last two books would say I have no business writing something like this. But here I am. Here it is. I just have to figure out how it's supposed to end. It's all meaningless without a proper ending. I guess I'll just see what comes to me tomorrow.
It's still shitty outside today. And hope for being in nature. I probably should write, but... I want to know what else Aunt Sydney has going on in here. After finding that torso under the porch, I have a weird feeling she has something to do with all the stuff I found. Looking around this place, it all seems a bit odd now. She's got all kinds of weird feathers on the walls. There's like random animal bones on the windowsills. What's this? Locked. I must go down to the basement. So I've been fiddling around with this door for the last hour or so. Trying to get it open and see what's down there. No luck so far. I can't find a key anywhere either. I don't get who she's trying to keep out of here. Doesn't make much sense. Nothing seems to work. I guess, uh... Whoops. Well, I might as well take a look now that the door's open. Oh, Jesus Christ, it stinks. Something definitely died down here. Oh my God, look at all these books. It's like a library down here. What's this? Oh man, everything's in Latin. What have you been studying on Sydney? Whoa, holy shit. These are weird. There's all these little wooden carvings of people on this workbench. These don't look like normal people though. Their bodies have this weird texture carved into them. And their heads are skulls with antlers. Kind of like, oh fuck. Here it is. The other arm. I have to put it with the other parts. Yeah. They all go together. These were all one thing like this before. What about the head? Fuck. I know what goes there. I'm back in the cabin. With all the parts of this thing put together. It's an effigy. It's amazing. Just looking at it now, it seems almost like this thing once had a life of its own. It's just like those little wooden figures downstairs. But why? What have you been up to, Aunt Sydney? I've been sitting here next to this thing all night writing. The words just keep coming out, but I don't know how to finish it. It's like 
This story wants to end, but it can't stop itself from going and going. I've written more this week than I have in the last three years, but I just want it to be over. This book has to end the right way though. Otherwise it'll just be obscene and defensive. It needs the right ending so it can have meaning. This work is too good to be seen as vulgar nonsense. It's too important to not be understood. God damn it. I might be in way over my head with this one. I woke up this morning and came downstairs. Um, the first thing I noticed was that uh, the effigy I had left here on the floor last night is now gone. Um, I'm honestly really freaked out about it because I have no idea where it went and I'm starting to worry that I might not be the only one here. I'm also looking around right now and realizing uh, my car keys are now gone too, so that's very concerning. I know I didn't misplace them or anything like that, and I definitely didn't move the effigy last night or this morning, so I'm just really worried because I don't know what's going on and I'm not sure how I'm going to get out of here and get back home. I don't know, I'll just keep looking around. I've been looking all over the cabin today, inside and out, and the effigy is nowhere to be found. Same with my keys. I'm really scared about all this because I think it means someone came in here last night and took those things. But I have no idea who could have done that since I haven't seen anyone and no one lives anywhere near here. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I suppose there's nothing I can do. I was going to head back tomorrow anyway. Maybe if I don't come home, my family or someone will come looking for me. I hope they come looking for me. I don't want to be here anymore. I just want to be at home. This whole situation just scares me. It's getting dark outside. And if I wasn't scared enough about being here, I am now. There's no way I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm just going to stay by the fire and drink wine until the sun comes up. I can see a bonfire out in the woods, about 50 yards away from the house. I'm not sure, but it looks like there are people standing around it. I'm gonna get closer so I can see.
effigy. It's in front of the fire. Who are these people? Jonathan! What? On Sydney? Jonathan, we know you're here. Please come out. Fuck. Oh, shit. On Sydney. Come here, Jonathan. What's going on? Don't worry. Just come here and look at him. On Sydney, I don't... Don't worry. Just look closely. think so. Yes. You are a man of words. A writer. How did you... I know everything. Who are you? I have many names. Lust. King of Demons. Ashmodi. Asmodeus. I can make all of your wildest dreams come true. You can? finish my book. Then leave. Go back to your life. Back to your fall from grace. What will happen if you end my book? First, wealth. Second, celebrity. Third, death. But you will live on. They will discuss you. They will study you. They will worship you. What do you want? Your soul. Sell it to me. Okay. Welcome back to BBC News. In the past half an hour, news has broken about the untimely death of author Jonathan Wrigley. The American author, best known for his novel Wind of the Twilight Forest, has been found dead at his estate just outside London. The details of his passing have not yet been made public. Coincidentally, his death falls on the ninth year anniversary of the novel's release. Wind of the Twilight Forest has been shrouded in controversy since its release nine years ago 
with some praising it as a literary masterpiece and others shunning it for its crude and insensitive themes. The novel itself is responsible for civil unrest, mass book burnings, and even the formation of fringe religious groups emerging in countries all over the world. With more on the story, we have our local correspondent on the scene, just outside the Wrigley Stadium.